Angus beef is in demand, and the most recent fiscal year numbers prove it. Hi, I'm Miranda Ryman, Senior Associate Editor with the Angus Journal, and I recently caught up with Jonathan Perry. The Tennessee Cattleman will serve as the treasurer for the American Angus Association Board of Directors for the coming year. Miranda Ryman with the Angus Journal team, and I am here with Jonathan Perry of Deer Valley Farms, who is recently elected treasurer, serving on the executive committee for the American Angus Association Board for the coming year. Thanks for, for joining us today. Thank you, Miranda. Glad to be here. You know, I thought as, as I think about all the cool stuff going on in the association and something we maybe want to have you visit with a little bit more about, you just come off two years as the chairman of the Certified Angus Beef Board. Um, so tell me a little bit about the fiscal year that you just had with CAB. You know, Miranda, it's been such a pleasure to serve on that on that board and, and be chair for two years. Uh, you know, with my background, uh, with, with as much as we love certified Angus beef and restaurant side of our family, uh, it's been real, real insightful for me and, and fun to lead that team. Um, had a tremendous year at certified Angus beef. I mean, bouncing back from from COVID in the last few years of, of turbulent times, uh, I think we saw our second largest year in, in, in pounds sold ever in history at 1.234 billion pounds, I think, if I recall correctly. Um, what a tremendous job our team has done at, at kind of getting boots back on the ground and getting out and, and working with our customers and our, our licensees to, to move product. But more than anything, that just shows you the demand in the marketplace uh, for certified Angus beef for high quality high quality, great tasting, consistent product that only certified Angus beef can offer. Um, I think, you know, they'll tell you uh, everybody was blown away by, you know, the growth we saw this year. I think sometimes that can feel really distant to Angus producers. Like, that's really neat that brand's doing good stuff. But what does that actually mean to a seed stock producer who might be listening? You know, uh, most of us don't realize the competition that certified Angus beef has in the marketplace. And when I say that, uh, there's multiple, multiple uh, copycat programs, I'd call them as cattlemen, that, you know, everybody has seen how successful certified Angus beef is, and every single company out there has tried to copy our product, copy our, our specs, copy our brand. And so for us to, to get access to that product in the marketplace uh, is an everyday fight for our team in Wooster, and they do a tremendous job of, of, of gathering that product, making sure we have access to it. But for a producer, that means growth in, in sales from a bull standpoint. That means that, uh, you know, that rising tide of, of Black Angus genetics in, in the marketplace, uh, the desire for more of them creates more, more commercial bull sales for us as, as breeders. Um, you know, ultimately that is the, the, the challenge and the accomplishment of the Certified Angus Beef Program is to create registered Angus bull demand. Absolutely, and that demand sends a signal back as to the kind of cattle that need created. You know, when I started with the with the breed in 2006, we we're at 14% CAB acceptance rate of all black kited cattle, and this year we ended at 35%. Um, that, that's sending a message. Oh, we've sent a, a huge message to the marketplace and to the world, uh, or, or realistically, the marketplace has sent a message back to us, you know, that, that what we have is what they want, and that, you know, we need to figure out ways to continue to make cattle better, uh, increase marbling scores, make more cattle uh, qualify for the program if possible. You know, we're going into a period of time that supply is going to get tighter and tighter. Cow numbers are down. Number of cattle on feed is going to go down. Um, days on feed with feed costs, uh, obviously we'll see that shorten up most likely. 
And I think genetics will be the only thing that overcomes those days on feed. We've got to put more marbling, more quality, more power into these Angus genetics every day to be able to overcome those obstacles. Any closing thoughts as we wrap up convention? You know, uh, what a wonderful week here. Uh, great to see our membership come together. Lots of innovation and lots of uh, camaraderie formed here at this event. Love to see our members interact. You know, as a board member, we get to we get to hear the things that we're doing right, but we also get some advice on what maybe needs to improve. And uh, we are try we try to be very open as board members to listen to all those members members in, you know uh, issues and, and things that they'd love to see uh, done better or done differently at our association. So uh, much like Chuck, I'm gonna I'm gonna implore our membership to please reach out. Um, our phone numbers are posted. Our emails are posted. Uh, please contact us and give us your input because at the end of the day. You know, we're here as a represent, representative of our, of our membership, and we want to make sure we get done what, what you want. I love that kind of open-door invitation, and thank you for your service and for your time today. Thank, thank you so, so much, Miranda. Be sure to visit AngusJournal.net to keep up on all things Angus. The January Angus Journal will be devoted to convention coverage, so subscribe today.